Good afternoon, ladies and gentle dicks. How are we today? <laughs> gentle dicks. <laughs> I like that one. That's a new one, dude. I like that one. That's a nice new uh, intro for sure. Definitely different than what I'm used to hearing from you. I don't think I've ever once thought of that in my life. Gentle dicks oh. instead of gentlemen. <laughs> That sounds like something I would think of, but I never did. Wow. All right, well. Surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised, too. After you said it, I'm like, I'm, I don't think I've ever thought of that or said it once in my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But welcome back to another episode of the Intercore Podcast, where we got myself, as usual, and we have Darian, pretty much as usual. That's Mikey, if you guys didn't know that. Now, if they don't, then it must be the first episode then. But, yeah, I'm Mike, and uh, I host this every time. It, uh... Yeah, it is a shit show. <laughs> it is. We we have days where it's pretty much smooth, and there's days where it's an absolute nightmare. Like yesterday, I had no one available for the podcast, like the first time ever. I was, like, panicking today. I'm like, dude, it's either I have to figure out how to do it by myself or it just it ain't happening this week. So I have... No time this weekend to do it. So I couldn't just, like, pull one out of my ass to figure it out. Yeah. But, yeah, so... I already uh, have plans tonight, so I'm like, right. Yeah, I, I fucking... Slip an hour in there. Yeah, we got enough time. We can make it fit. We don't have to do the long episodes. It just happens. If we have a good time, it ends up being a long episode. There's not much. Like, we don't really... We're not going to cover too much today because of timing-wise. So we'll keep it short and sweet today. Yep. That the fact that I feel like I feel like a blonde. Can't breathe. Gotta remember to breathe. Wait, you still sick? Yeah. I can't breathe because my nose is stuffed up. Is still no lung the, issues. Still the Rona? Oh yeah, the Rony Pony. Damn, how long have you had that for now? Days. Really? It feels like it's been forever. Because I thought you had it last week on the podcast, too. No, that's when everybody got sick. Oh, that's okay. That's what it was. Yeah, it was that night. Oh, okay. I thought you guys already knew you had it. Okay, I got you now. Yes, sir. But, yeah, so, um, first thing we want to address is, uh, we want to thank you all for all the support. Our YouTube channel is about to hit 90,000 views, and we're just about at 300 subscribers, which I, and to me, that's pretty fast. For It's only hasn't even been a year yet, and to get that many views on that channel already is pretty impressive, I, I think. I don't know how typically channels grow, even though I've been on there for so long, but to me, that seems ridiculously fast. It's yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I try to put as much content out as I can, what well, we all do. I mean, we're all taking baby steps so we all can make our own stuff and work on it. But you got to start somewhere. So I pretty much, I'm the workhorse for now until everyone else can start helping. Then hopefully like we get. Slut of the group. Always have been, baby. You know that. Oh, yeah. And uh, so. I want to thank you guys for that, first off. And then also almost a 1,000 downloads of the podcast now. Uh, I noticed news. I noticed every Saturday when it's uploaded, we get about 40 to 50 downloads the day it comes out, which means about 40, 50 people are listening the day it comes out, which is awesome. And then, and then throughout the week, I notice I get one or two downloads here and there because – Someone's either probably catching up or whatever on the episode, but it's within a year time frame. It's not too bad. Uh, next month will be officially a year when uh when we came out. I'm looking forward to. We're trying to work out something, but for those that do know the podcast well enough and know it's the beginning of the podcast, uh. Jocelyn has her own podcast slash little business she's doing now, so she's pretty occupied. And then Brandon, at the same time, or Wally, 
is also preoccupied with his podcast. So trying to get the OGs together, at least some of them. I know Eli's going to be able to pop in. I'm pretty sure we're going to try to work with Amanda's schedule so she can be in it as well. And then from there, probably some of the new blood will be in the one-year episode. And I'm looking forward to doing that. It'll be fun. Exciting. Uh, yeah, just want to, once again, thanks everyone. It's it's amazing. that We've grown so much in a small period of time. Just being a bunch, of, pretty much being ourselves, just a bunch of idiots. We're not trying to have a fake character for the podcast. It's who we really are. We voice our actual opinions. It's no bullshit from us at all. It's all legit. What you hear from us is how we truly think and how we truly operate, which is scary sometimes. So I think now, since this will be a shorter episode, we'll roll into a NFL wild card weekend, the first ever uh, three-day wild card weekend. Typically, the wild card for the NFL, for those that don't watch it enough or don't remember, because it's now a whole new setup for the playoffs this year, usually just be Saturday and Sunday for the playoffs. Now it's Saturday, Sunday, and a Monday night game now. So they changed it a bit, which I'm not complaining. Football's football, and I enjoy it no matter what. Changed it. And the almost playoff game, uh, for this round at least, is almost a rematch from the regular season. So all these teams have already played each other before this year. It's going to be a lot of intense showdowns. I think everyone's going to be playing very chippy this weekend. I think everyone's going to be a little hot, I think, this weekend. A lot of the teams finish off the season pretty well, so I'm going to imagine these teams are going to roll right into playoffs, hopefully as hot as they were, because if they do, should make a lot of great games out of these. So we'll start off with them. Um, for Saturday games, there's two. There's one at 4.30 and 8.15. And uh, the first game is the Raiders versus Bengals, which both team right now are actually very, very hot right now. They're both doing very well. The Raiders, they're a younger team, uh, but it looks like they got their pieces in the right spots right now. And same with the Bengals. Both are very young, very hungry, and they're on fire. So we'll, I'm expecting a high-scoring game. I'd love to see it, like in the 30s, like 38 to 35, something like that. It would be awesome. But I don't think they'll score that high because, I mean, it's not a video game. So I, I probably won't get exactly what I hope for. But I expect Cincinnati to take on the Raiders and win. I want to say easily, but I want to say they run away in the fourth quarter with, like, a couple touchdowns and the game just is not reachable for the Raiders. But that's just my opinion. No one, no one likes my opinion because I'm from Boston, so they think I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> You know us, assholes. <laughs> yep, our trophy case is too heavy to handle. <laughs> then, some crying little babies. And the game that all Pats fans are looking forward to, our playoff drought is over. We are back in the playoffs after one year off of playoffs. We are, <laughs> we are playing the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, a nice round three rematch. And the temperature for the Bills Patriots game, Darian, which I'd take a guess. Well, it's going to be about seven degrees. I would like to say yes, but it's going to be colder. It will be zero degrees at kickoff. Really? Yep. It should be, from what I've heard, the coldest game this season. Jesus and, from, and the record for the Patriots in that cold is 32 and 5. We never lose when it's cold, pretty much, is what that says. When it's cold, from what I learned when I played, the colder it is, the better. Because when you play defense, you hit them too hard, it hurts more, and they don't want to play much longer. So I'm expecting, yes, I'm biased because I'm a Pats fan, but round three, they both beat each other once. 
after how cocky Buffalo was at Gillette a few weeks ago beating us, I think New England will go in, not one by a lot, probably a touchdown, maybe a field goal depending on how the game starts. I'm expecting the Pats win, but I'm thinking the score will be like uh, 17-14, nothing insane. I don't, I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. Uh, hmm. I'm thinking like 21-17. That's reasonable, too. Much as I'd like to see the score be like 45-3, Pats winning, but I... I'm realistic here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like we're gonna steamroll them. But that's that's from what NFL records say is the first time the Bills and Patriots are playing in the playoffs since the Super Bowl era began. So history in the making, right there. First time they're playing each other in the playoffs. Pretty exciting. Then we'll move on to Sunday. The GOAT TB12 is taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. And I, the Eagles are good. I'm not saying they're bad. They're a phenomenal team, young team. But I expect Tampa to win by at least 14 points. Tampa, it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. If you don't understand what that means by now, you don't watch football. Right. Because he is unfucking beatable in the playoffs. He is insane. They call him a GOAT for a reason, and you guys are going to accept the fact that that is who he is. You're not going to stop him. As much as I'd like, now that he's not on the Pats, I'd like to see him stop so he's not always winning. But I do like seeing him win still. But he's not wearing the right uniform for me anymore to be winning. I just want to see him say fuck you to everybody in that league. Oh, he did last year. He did that last year, (laughs) big time. For years, I heard as a Pats fan, oh, put Brady in the NFC. He won't last. Let's see. First time with a new team. Goes to the playoffs. Beats the Washington football team in Washington. Beats the Saints in New Orleans. Beats Green Bay. He never loses at home at Green Bay. And then went to the Super Bowl at home. First team to play at home in the Super Bowl and win. So, we plopped him in the the NFC, rather. Not the AFC. The NFC. He makes Drew Brees retire, beats Aaron Rodgers at his home. He he took on Washington, which they weren't impressive, but he they had to play Washington. And they beat the, the red-hot Kansas City Chiefs, and they got nothing for points, Kansas City. They got smoked. So there you go. He went in the NFC, and he schooled you, and he's schooling you again. You guys want, want to hear anything else? What do you guys just the next? Put him back in the AFC. All right, then he'll run through the AFC again like every other time. I'll be fucking right. No doubt in my mind. But I do expect... That's what he is. Yeah. He's, one of the best. He's one of the best, and the dude hates losing. He's that damn competitive. I'm not surprised. I am I hate losing, too, so I, 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 I get that. I get why he wants to win all the time. Feel it sucks it. losing. Yes, it does. But that's uh, that that's probably gonna be a very boring game because I don't I can't see how Tampa doesn't have a field day with Philly. I really don't. I like Philly. I like the teams. I love the uh, the quarterback Jalen Hurts. He's a phenomenal kid, but I don't think he's ready yet. That team. I know they sat all their players against Dallas last week, which was smart because they already knew they're in the playoffs, so let them rest. But I don't think their best is better than Tampa Bay's best. Because they have to stop Gronk. They got to stop Brady. They got to stop Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller. They got to stop almost that whole offense. I don't think they got enough on that defense to stop them. I think that... I'd have to agree with you. Philly's defense is good up front, but the secondary struggles. They have one great corner, Darius Slay. Phenomenal corner. He's a great kid. He's smart. But one corner won't settle the whole defense for them. Their safeties are mediocre. They, they're hit and miss. The corners besides Slay get burnt every other play. And with a team like Tampa, they can't let that happen. Because Brady will throw 500 yards, no problem. If they're just going to have mediocre corners. So I expect Tampa to move to division around. Which I think, 
I think everyone probably expects Tampa to move far in the playoffs. I do. I, I think they'll make the Super Bowl because that team's still red hot. I don't see how they can't. But we'll see. We'll see on Sunday. Then the 430 game on Sunday. For those that know playoff history, this is a classic game. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Teams that have been in the playoffs for years, especially in the 80s and 90s. They played all the time in the playoffs. They played seven times total in the playoffs. But if I had to say, I would say Dallas wins that game. But I'm not going to say it's easy because I'm torn. I think San Fran can win easily or Dallas can barely win. I'm torn because the way Dallas season has went, they played the Washington football team like four or five weeks ago, beat them 50 to something. Okay, cool. Then you play the Raiders in your house, you lost. And Raiders aren't a fantastic team. They're not bad, but they're not fantastic either. They've lost, I'm pretty sure, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm pretty sure they lost to. I could be thinking of the wrong team. But I'm pretty sure they did. Dallas lost to some decent teams. But they beat the teams that suck. Like they beat Philly last week with all their backups in. They beat them 52 to 14. I'm not impressed. If, if you should be able to put 50 points on the second string team. If you can't, then your team's not good. And the Cowboys got smoked by Arizona a few weeks ago in their own house. Dallas lost in Dallas. I'm pretty sure the final score was 48 to 14. Arizona just steamrolled right through them, no problem. Which is why I don't know if if Dallas wins, it's not easy. They barely pull it off. But if they lose, I think it's because San Francisco runs away with it because Dallas will make a lot of mistakes. I think that's the game of the week because that's the one that's going to be hard to figure out what's going to happen. There's a lot in in that game that could happen. This is the game I hate that's happening on Sunday. I really do. The one game, I wanted the Chargers and Raiders to tie. If you don't know how the playoffs worked, Sunday night, if the Raiders and Chargers tied, they both would have made the playoffs and bumped the Steelers out. But no, the Raiders win instead. So Pittsburgh's in the playoffs playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City has got to win by at least 30. Ben Roethlisberger sucks. He's not <laughs> he's not good anymore. I liked him as a quarterback. So it was fun seeing a big guy because I'm a big guy play quarterback. But, dude, Ben, you suck. You're saying now you're going to retire? Dude, that's your last game against Kansas City. I guarantee it. If they make it through, that's a fucking upset and a half. They beat Kansas City in Kansas City. But you ever see the video from this year of Ben tripping over himself? In the pocket? Yes. Dude. Yes, and it fucking makes me laugh every time. If that happens while you're playing quarterback, that's a sign to fucking hang him up, dude. Don't keep playing. Right. You're, you're a hazard to your own team. Imagine if Brady right. did fucking that. Filthy rich. They'd tear Brady apart if he did that. But it's Big Ben. They're like, oh, yeah, he's a big idiot, of course. But, no, I don't. If Pittsburgh scores more than two touchdowns that game, I will be so impressed. But I don't see it. So if there's a Steelers fan watching, I'm sorry, but your team's going home. They're going one and done. They're not making it far. I'm sorry to tell you. Spoiler alert. Big Ben's retirement parties in Kansas City. Good luck. Now move on to that. what might be the best game, I think, this weekend. If not, the Pats and Bills will be the best game, I think. We got Monday night, the Arizona Cardinals versus the L.A. Rams. Two red-hot, fantastic teams in the playoffs. That game can either be a defensive game of a lifetime or it's going to be the highest-scoring playoff game probably ever. It could go either way, that game. And um, I think that's what I'm looking forward to most 
I think, out of all of them. Even though, yeah, as a Pats fan, you think I'm going to pick the Pats game, I really think the Monday night's the best game, and I'm happy it's the last one. You say the best for last. Those those two teams are absolutely insane right now. So I, I can't wait for that one. As much as I can't stay up and watch it because of work, I'll probably watch the first half. Hopefully it doesn't get me too excited and I stay up for the whole thing like a jackass like I usually do. Uh, and probably two- going to happen. We both know it. Probably, and I don't want it to. And for the two teams that are the number one in the AFC and NFC, Tennessee Titans are number one for AFC. Congratulations. I don't think you guys have ever had the first. So that's awesome. You guys, you know, you're going the right step for building that team up, which is awesome. The number one NFC, which is typical usually, is Green Bay. They usually are number one NFC. But they usually lose in the playoffs, so I don't really care if they're first in the NFC. They usually lose anyways. But... For Tennessee right now, that team has a secret weapon for the for this playoffs. Because their best running back, the best back in the league by far, Derrick Henry, got off the injured reserve last week. And the Titans have a bye week this week. And Derrick Henry can play next week. Them having that number one running back back is making that team deadly again. That team couldn't win without him. But as soon as he goes on that field, Tennessee might run the AFC and go into the Super Bowl. They really could. Derrick Henry, so he got injured like week five, week six maybe. He had 900 rushing yards already. He hasn't played since then, and he's still in the top ten for rushing yards in the season. That's how dominant of a season he was having. He was about to break records we'll probably never see broken again. That's unfucking believable. So I think Tennessee could run the table. If not, when the Patriots play their best, they can beat anybody. But we start slow sometimes, so I don't think we'll make the Super Bowl. We could win the wild card and play next week. I don't see Super Bowl. Pittsburgh, you're I not. No, I don't think so. If we do, it's it's honestly amazing if we make it. I don't think we can. The way we played the last four weeks of football, I'm basing off of that. We were way too slow against Buffalo. We were red hot against Jacksonville, but they suck anyways. So doesn't prove too much. Way too slow against Miami, which is why we couldn't win that one either. No, we're just. We started off way too slow the last few games, and that's why we lose. We got to come out there. We got to punch them in the mouth. If they play like that all playoffs, we could run the AFC and make it to the Super Bowl. That's a big if. I don't know if we can do that. But for typical, I do think Kansas City could make it. Pittsburgh won't make it even past the wild card. I'm not even counting them. And I don't think the Raiders will either. And I don't think the Bengals can make the Super Bowl. And I don't think Buffalo can. I don't know. It would be cool to see Buffalo make it because they, they're they one of the few teams that have not won a Super Bowl yet. So I think in the playoffs now, it's Buffalo, Tennessee, Cincinnati, and the Arizona Cardinals have not won a Super Bowl yet. So there's potential for a first ever time winning a Super Bowl coming up. We'll see. Don't know if it'll happen, but there's chances. In the NFC, I think Green Bay will make the NFC Championship, lose it like they do every year, and they'll probably lose it to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers again because I think Brady's going to go right back in the Super Bowl this year. If it's not Tampa, it'll probably be Green Bay... Arizona or L.A., I think, are the only other teams that can make it. I don't think you're wrong. It's hard, for me. It's hard to believe if Dallas can make it that far. Because for any Dallas fans listening, you all know deep down inside, you guys choke way too much for any 
person that watches football to even have any faith in your team. I think that's fair to say. San Fran, they're okay. Jimmy G, he's great. You know, well, I shouldn't say he's great. He's good. He's not as good as he used to be. But he gets hurt way too much. So I think that could fuck him big time because he's going to get hurt. Philly, they're missing a couple key pieces to me, a Super Bowl team. That defense ain't ain't meant to win championships at all. And Arizona's red hot. LA's red hot. We all know Brady in the playoffs had to go against them. Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, same thing. Hard to go against them, but yet he'll go to the NFC Championship game and blow it. So, I mean, it's hard, hard to figure that one out. And real quick to finish up the football talk, I just want to, right now, any fan of the Indianapolis Colts is listening to this, your team fucking sucks. <laughs> Week 18, win and you're in situation. That means just play balls to the wall and win by 800 points. And you lose by 20 to the Jacksonville Jaguars? You guys suck. You guys... A few weeks ago when you beat New England, I called it. I said they won their Super Bowl because they beat us. I called it, and they haven't done shit since. I know how that team is. I know how all teams are. You beat the red-hot team, and then that was your Super Bowl. You blow your load. Yep. Got way too cocky, way too fast, and then they sucked. That's how it always goes. Like, they're running back, Jonathan Taylor, the dude is phenomenal. But everyone's saying he's MVP. He's not MVP this year. MVP for this year is Tom fucking Brady. Put up a total of 45 touchdowns, and he's 44 years old. Name a more valuable player than that. Fucking hard, though. Everyone says Aaron Rodgers. No, he's overrated. Rodgers is way overrated. He is a great quarterback. He is not the greatest at all. He's not even close. You can't compare him and Brady. Brady's got the championships and the records behind him to prove it. The only shit that Rodgers has, he has the most luckiest Hail Marys behind him. Oh, good for you, dude. You can throw a Hail Mary. Fucking play a game and actually win without needing luck for once. Use your skill. Anyways, yeah, we'll we'll get off football now. We figured cover the playoffs that's happening. We'll see. I'm this will come out right before any game stuff will happen, so maybe something happens beforehand. Oh, real quick, I forgot. So this guy, Eric Weddle, he played uh he retired like three years ago. He played for the Rams, came out of retirement because they made the playoffs. Did he really? Yep. But wanting to fucking get some 15 minutes of fame there. He is a good player. I'll give him that. He was really good. One of my favorite safeties. But if you want to ring that bad, dude, I wouldn't have gone back to the team I was on. I mean, he hasn't no. played in so long. It ain't going to be the same. How long was he retired for? Like two, three years. He played safety. Yes. I mean, that's a lot you got to pick up on real quick again. Yeah, that wasn't like uh, that wasn't even like Gronk when he was retired for his couple of years and came back. Tight ends the same thing, no matter what team you're on. Safety's always different. That team could have changed right. how they use safeties now. I don't know. That was the, that was the biggest headline I remember from uh this off season. Well, playoffs I should say, not off season. Well, we'll see what happens with him. I mean, who knows? He might be right back where he left off. He might be a top five safety again, but you never know. He could be the worst player in the league when he comes back. Be the Mark Bellhorn of fucking football. <laughs> You'll be like Brett Favre. you got to keep coming out of retirement. <laughs> oh, they need a quarterback on him. coming out of retirement. Yeah. They're going to shit on him so bad he'll go back to retirement. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing stories like that. Like if you come out of retirement and you're still number top five, fucking awesome. If not, they shit talk you till you cry. Yep. That's how it always goes. Brett so Favre. If you're gonna come out of retirement, you better be fucking good. Brett Favre did have a couple of decent seasons when he came out of retirement the first time around, when he went to the Vikings and stuff. He took him to the playoffs. Right. He did good. But then he went to the Jets. That's a terrible move. No one, and I mean no one, really wants to go to the Jets. No. If you do, you're stupid. Happens. If you end up going there, it's because you know they'll pay you a buttload of money and you cannot try and they'll keep you on the team. That's what I think really happens with that team. Amazes me that some people are that desperate to play. You know, they're fucking broke when they come out of retirement. Probably broke. How you can be broke after making that much money is beyond me. I don't get it. Well, I know some people like to... A lot of the players like to bid. Like, dude, so... Speaking of players bidding, Julian Edelman put a bet for $100,000 that the Patriots and Bucks play in the Super Bowl. That's how some of the players end up broke. <laughs> oh, shit. I would never, as much as I love my pets, I'm never making that bet, ever. No. It's... If Brady it's was on the team, if Brady was on the team, maybe. Without him, I'm never making that bet. Nope. Not even close. At least with Brady, you'd get close enough. So at least if something were to happen, you're like, ah, oh, damn, I almost had it. No, this one, he could completely blow it. Because New England could get bounced out against Buffalo, for all we know. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, $100,000 is like $100 to me and you for Julian Edelman. I know, but still... It... It's a hell of a Just bet. A bet. It's a ballsy bet, that's for sure. Right. Stand it. Yeah, I um <clears throat> I don't know how people do that. But the funniest one was uh a lot of people thought the Ravens were going to be in the playoffs this year, and they didn't even make it. They barely. They they weren't even close, I don't think. I think they would have barely made it. But you never know. We'll Gross. see what happens next year. Yeah. For all we know, this happens almost every couple of years. The teams you see in the playoffs now, in three years from now, half of them won't even make it again. It is what it is. When you win players, you lose players. It changes. There were so many coaches fired the past like day and a half, two days. Insane. From Sunday to now, really? I think I think about eight coaches got fired. Holy shit. The most, the one that I'm actually mad about, the Miami Dolphins fired Brian Flores, who was a former Patriots coach, which is why I'm mad about it. Since Flores went to Miami, Miami has won five of the last seven games against New England. Why do you fire that coach? Why? What What was the problem there? He outcoached the great Bill Belichick. Five out of seven games. You keep him. You don't get rid of him. And you just won the last week of the playoffs, against, uh, last week of the season against the Pats, which made a, a harder game for us in the playoffs. I mean, some of these GMs, dude, absolutely stupid. That's the worst one. The other ones deserve to get fired, so I don't care. But this one didn't. The head coach of the Giants. Has never had a winning record. You deserve to get fired after three years. You, that means you suck. The Giants and the Washington football team's game on Sunday. Third and nine, the Giants do a quarterback sneak. 
This ain't fucking Madden or backyard football, bro. You gotta do an actual play back there. You gotta have an actual plan. You stupid idiot. That's shit that I do when I play you in Madden. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. It's, it's something that you do in Madden. You never fucking you don't do that in real life. Right. That's like going for a two point touchdown on a fourth down with thirty seconds left to go in the game and you're down. By three points. Yeah, it's just... It makes no sense. I don't get what some of these... What some of these coaches think. Or what the GMs think. But the Giants are completely shit. They suck. I don't know what happened. They have good players. They signed a player, Kenny Galladay, for a shit ton of money. I can't remember how much. And he got his first touchdown with the team the last week of the season. Really? So they paid all that money to get nothing out of him, is what that tells me. So we'll see what happens with him next year. But right now, they ain't going to look too impressive next year. I can tell you that. All right, let's move on to uh, let's look at time-wise. Actually, we're getting low on time for you because I know you got your stuff you got to do. All right, so um, we'll wrap it up here. Um, next week, we'll get a uh, an actual better episode with a, you know, actual more content instead of just jamming in something for you guys next week. We still got a few minutes. No, we got a few, but I don't want to get anything too complicated to uh to get going in, you know what I mean? Yep. <clears throat> well in other news, I bought a gun. <laughs> Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh no, you don't give a shit. That's thirty eight special. Revolver. Well, you are special. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> so fucking anticlimactic. I apologize for that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was waiting. To, I was waiting to let you speak because I knew it, it was your thing, not mine. <laughs> and then I went silent. I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Uh, not much to it. It's just a little five shooter revolver. If anybody knows guns, same size as a nine millimeter. Just more juice to it. Where'd you get that from? On target training over in East Bridgewater. Oh, okay. Yeah. I go to Ed. I've dealt with Ed quite a few times. A good dude. <clears throat> Yeah, I still uh I still don't have my first first gun yet. Oh? No, no need to. I'm in a house that it's two of them in, not three of them in here. Don't really need my own. There's three already accessible. Very fair. I'll work on getting my own once uh unless I have our own place, then I'll have one. What are you thinking to get? No idea. Not really. Nothing's really crossed my mind on what I'm, what I'm exactly looking for. Have anything? I want something small enough I can always carry like at work, and that'll just be one I carry around with me when I want to. We'll see. Because my father got one on Black Friday at uh, Nick's shop that he works at. Dude, the thing is oh, so funny. Yeah, so thing is so fucking small, but it's like perfect for us for work. Cause the, the cab, you can barely fit in there. So if you're carrying something too big, it's gonna be uncomfortable. So Nick showed us one. Cause he knows how the trucks are. He's worked at he worked there for a little bit. So he, he knows. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he knows how they're set up and stuff. So he he was very helpful to help us figure it out. 
something for him. But I'll probably get the same thing he got, which I honestly I don't remember. I've only seen it the one time, so it's hard for me to remember exactly what it is. Gotcha. But Are you allowed to carry at work? Yeah, they don't give a shit. Dude, there's literally no rules. Guys get into fistfights and come into work the next day. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think we can't carry a gun, but we can fight each other, is really stupid. Touche. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... uh. Very fair. Yeah, that is our work. Uh, we're starting to hit our winter hours. I don't have to go into work till 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. So I get to sleep in tomorrow. Jesus. Yep. The surprising fact was they told my father to stay home. That was a shocker to me. I think really? Yeah, there was not enough work. My my father was originally supposed to be in, uh, was it Florida or Myrtle Beach? I forget. I, I They got a couple of trips planned. I forget which is which one's first. I think they were supposed to go to Florida first, but uh, a very close family friend passed away on a thing that they passed Sunday. The service was today. So because of all that, thank you. And um, so due to that, it was mostly my mom after that because he died from COVID was the whole thing. Yep. So it made my mom nervous after what I went through for my parents going down to Florida and then pat, and, you know possibly bringing it up here and giving me it again. Even though I'm vaccinated, this got he was not. So that's that's also a big factor into it. I guess from what they described it as, it was COVID pneumonia. He had COVID, was recovering, then got pneumonia, which ended up killing him. That's what the what happens to a lot of people. It's why once you start to get better, if you are physically able to, get up and keep moving. Because if you stop, that's what will kill you. Well, I guess it's a good thing I signed myself out of the hospital when I did. Because they wanted me to stay there yeah. longer. no shit. Yeah, because for, this... for those that don't know exactly what happened with me, so all my friends know I had it. I had it for about a month. But I was in the hospital for five days. On oxygen for three days. After the third day, understandably, the fourth day, I asked if I could go home after I was off oxygen. They said, no, they want to track me an extra day to make sure I can build up my oxygen on my own without needing it. Instead of sending me home, and then I fucking can't breathe at home. I have to come back, and I just waste time like an idiot. Which is understandable. I get that. Please. Like at first, I couldn't build up my own oxygen. As much as I was breathing in, I was also losing just as much as I breathed in, which is why I almost died. I couldn't keep my oxygen levels high enough on my own. So after that day, they noticed that whole next day, they noticed I was getting up, going to the bathroom without calling for help. I was doing all this stuff on my own, slow, because I was in a bed for five days. It was kind of hard to, to move full speed right away. It was hard to get up right away on my own. It took literally took me about 10 minutes to get up if I had to pee. So it was like I had to plan ahead of time. Like, okay, I kind of need to pee. I'm going to start getting up now. Like, that's literally how I had to plan my time in there. Like, to me, I find it funny now. I had to plan my day that way in the hospital. But at the time, it was terrifying knowing that I was practically a vegetable laying in that bed for right. so long. But after that, a nurse came in on my fifth day. I said, oh, wow, you're still here? I said, yeah, why? They goes, oh, I don't know. I, just, I thought you would have been home. I thought yesterday would have been, I thought you would have left this morning. I was like, what? So I call my parents. Obviously, I can't drive myself out of there. So I call them. I said, hey, can you call this fucking asshole of a doctor and see why I'm still here? I said, all the nurses said I should be gone. I said, but the doctor says I'm still here. So, of course, no hesitation, my parents call, see what's going on. They're like, yeah, so um, next, can, we, can our son come home? He, they're like, no, he can't. You know, he's trying to be technical. And they're like, well, what's wrong with him? He, they're trying to be too technical with them. But my parents would have been, like, FaceTiming me the whole time I was in the hospital. So they know just as much as I do. And they know probably more than a doctor. Because the doctor only saw me the one time in the hospital, which is when I was checking myself out. Because he tried to make me stay. So what happened was they told my parents his exact words were, I'm too sick. They'd give no details, just said I was too sick. And I was fine. 
I was so strong-minded at that time. I got up. I sat up. The nurse freaked out because I sat up. Like, on my own, like, full strength sat up, which is the first time I did in a while. But I think it's because I was all angry. I think it was easier for me to sit up full strength, I'd imagine. So I sat up, and I started ripping the stuff off my, my chest and stuff. Like, what are you doing? I said, I'm fucking leaving. If I said, I'm signing myself out. Give me whatever meds I need for however long I'm supposed to be out of work for. I said, and I'm walking out of here. And they're like, oh, okay. As long as you feel fine. You know, they panicked I sat up quick. They thought something was wrong. But no, I was ready to leave. <laughs> fucking ready to be gone. So I... I get up, I start getting dressed, changing out of my... Actually, no, I didn't change out of. I put back on my clothes, because obviously I was just in, like, my underwear and the medical gown. So I start putting my clothes on, put my shoes on. The doctor walks and goes, you can't leave. I said, you get the fuck out of my room. I'm leaving. And he walked right out as fast as he walked in. It's fucking awesome. You weren't uh. keeping me in there. I was ready to fight him. I was fucking ready to go. He never saw me once besides the day I checked in to see I was practically dead. The one time he checked on me, that he never talked to me again when I was in there. Never checked on me, nothing. Even my primary doctor is pissed at that doctor for not taking anything into consideration. Because my doctor instantly sent info to them like that I have asthma and stuff. So they knew that I was going to struggle already. No, he didn't even talk to me about my asthma. He asked me nothing about my actual health. He, they could have cared less that I was almost dead laying there. So I fought back, got myself up, and I literally walked out of the hospital on my own after they gave me all my stuff. Yeah, I walked out of the room. I said, which way is the way out? The nurse planted the elevator. I said, okay, thank you for taking care of me. I said, I'm not mad at you. I'm at the actual doctor, not you. You nurses took care of me. The nurses brought me coffee. They did all the stuff they didn't have to do. They were the nicest group of nurses I ever had. Probably, Actually, the only ones I ever had. I never had that before in my life, a hospital like that. Never had to be in one. Oh, yeah, man. Every time I've ever been to the hospital, that doctor's been a useless fucking asshole. May not have been useful. I mean, I may not have been an asshole, but 99% of the time he's useless. Doesn't come in, doesn't check on you. It's the nurses that give a shit. Are you all right? How are you feeling? Are you doing good today? What's up? What's this? What's that? The doctor's like, yeah, I'm a fucking doctor. This is me off. Yeah, like I had one of the nurses. I'm surprised he even remembered my coffee order. I had him only on the weekend I was there. I went in Thursday. I left Sunday. So I went in Thursday. I had a couple of nice older lady nurses. They were very nice. Took great care of me. Helped me out a lot. And I had one guy nurse. Because every guy's nightmare. The one word I hate even saying now. One guy nurse had to put a catheter in for me. All you male listeners, you're welcome. It was a great time. Uh, so that happened. And then they had to take it out a couple days later. And on the weekend, this nurse... He asked me if I drank coffee just out of the blue while I'm laying there. I was like, yeah, I do. What do you get? Told him I order. The next morning, he came with a coffee gave it to me. That's awesome. Like, I even expect that. I just thought he was asking for the hell of it because I was so out of it still. Like, I even thought I thought nothing of it. Like, I wasn't expecting one. He came in. He said, he didn't even ask me what size. He automatically just got me a large ice mocha from... I don't remember where it was now. I think Honeydew's in the hospital I was in. But yeah, he just came up with it. He gave it to me. He goes, here you go, man. He goes, hopefully this lightens your spirits a bit. It's something different than, you know, juice and water and milk. Which it was. It was nice. It didn't taste right because my taste was completely off. But yeah, it was nice. He was the best nurse because he even talked to my parents, told them the rundown of how I was doing. Impressive. Good. A lot of good people out there. Yeah, I mean, I like to think I'm like that, but I could never work in a hospital. I, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I definitely couldn't. I love to help people, but doing that stuff, I like. I couldn't. 
I couldn't tell someone I couldn't save like their loved one. I couldn't do it if something were to happen. I'll take it way too hot on myself. A lot of people leave their fields because they do take it too hard on themselves. Yeah, I see pictures all the time. Like after a 20-hour surgery or something, the doctor's outside. Like his face is in his hands. He's crying because he couldn't save, you know, whoever he was trying to save in the, you know, in surgery. And that'd be me. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I couldn't save someone. I'd be so fucking aggravated with myself, no matter what. Oh yeah, I can't blame you there. I'd be the same way. So for those that have the balls, pretty much to do it, good for you. We we do depend on you, whether we like to admit it or not. I know there's some out yep. there that don't like to say they need doctors, but I used to never go to the doctors ever. I never need a hospital visit till that one time, but I was greatly taken care of. So for all you health workers. The ones that are stupidly losing your job because you're not getting the vaccine, I'm sorry. Because I, I, I always wonder if the ones that took care of me are the ones that lost their job because they didn't want the vaccine. And I'd like to hope they didn't because they were fantastic. They brought, literally brought me back to life. So it's. So I'd like to hope they still have their job. Like to tell, I think it's such fucking bullshit. Been working through this entire thing without it, and all of a sudden they only needed to fucking keep their job. Yeah, I never, I never understood it. No, not at all. All right, well, I think that's good for today. We got a good length yeah. episode in. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Want to do your uh, your goodbyes? Sure. We uh, we want to thank you from all of us over at Intercore Podcast, Intercore Entertainment, I should say. Um, appreciate the support. Keep on keeping on. And once again, I want to thank you all for. I'd like to thank. When this episode comes out, we might hit 300 by the time this comes out, subscribers. But if not, I'm still going to say it anyways. Thank you for the 300 subscribers. Thank you for the 90,000 views. That's amazing. Thank you for us almost hitting 1,000 downloads of the podcast. Without you, we probably wouldn't be doing this anymore. The more I see with people viewing and interacting with our stuff, it makes me want to make more. And hopefully we can make more content for you guys. I'd like to say this spring, to be realistic, is when we'll start making newer stuff. Quite looking forward to it. 